0: I am currently in an area in South Carolina. I'm not going to tell where I am because I don't want anyone going here looking. I am at a father and son camping trip with my church. We are in a small state park and it just got dark around an hour ago. When I sun was setting and it was starting to get dark, I decided to go for a jog on the trails in the park. The park is small, only about 40 acres and has a small river running beside it.
1: post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress Uh, it's a a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care
0: I went out for my jog and went a good distance from the camping area and came to the end of the trail at the river. Going off to the right of the trail was a very obvious game trail and I decided to jog down it thinking I can't get lost because of how obvious the game trail is and if I come to a place that it isn't easily visible, I would turn around. I went along and got off the trail and went about 50 feet further in a swamp-like area. It was some dry area but mostly mud and water. I had a very bright flashlight with me and I was shining it around and saw one of those classic cartoon looking beehives. I saw it and wanted to get closer cause I wanted to throw a rock at it and see if I could knock it down. It was about 20 yards ahead of me and I started walking through it trying not to step in mud and ruin my sneakers. I got close to it and behind it about 15 yards were two trees side by side growing in almost a V shape. I didn't think anything of it and kept looking for something to throw at the beehive and that's when a pair of eyes reflecting in the light caught my eye and I looked right between the trees growing in a V. At first I thought it was a very large black dirty homeless man with long shaggy hair and beard staring back at me. After about a second I realized that this man had a very odd face. His nose was mostly flat but very large and round at the bottom at the opening of the nostrils. Similar to a gorilla. He also had very large fat lips and appeared to not have a neck. As soon as I saw and realized that this isn't a person, it stood up. I thought this was a man standing up but it was something else squatting down. It stood up and looked like it was at least 10 to 12 feet tall and had to be at least 700 or 800 pounds. It had very wide broad shoulders and was covered in hair. It had no neck. As soon as it stood up, I froze in my place too scared to even breathe. It started to go around the tree towards me and as soon as it moved, something in my body took over and I ran like I never had before. I heard it splashing in the water running as well and I ran all the way back to the campsite in less than a minute and it took a few minutes for me to jog to where I was. I got back and I didn't want to scare anyone so I went and told me dad what happened. I am not a real big dude but I'm bigger than most people. I don't get scared easily at all but this is the scar seat I have ever been in my life and my dad could tell something was wrong just by looking at me. I told him about it and insisted we have to tell our church leader about this because there are kids playing in the woods. He said we will soon and to go stay in the tent. He claims nothing is going to come into this campsite but this thing is so big that if it wanted to. There is not a damn thing anyone here can do about it. Shooting it would do nothing but piss it off. I am in the tent crying right now and shakily typing this so I'm sorry if something doesn't make sense. Before anyone says anything, no, I do not do drugs and I didn't imagine something. There was something there that is as real as I am. I have no idea how something like this isn't more known but I will probably never tell anyone including my mom or girlfriend. No one will ever believe me anyway, they will just say I'm lying or I imagine something. I might post this on Reddit cause hopefully someone will believe me and can relate but I need help. There is no way that I will sleep tonight and I will never go anywhere in this area for the rest of my life. And it will be a long time if ever that I go camping again. Okay so for my boyfriend's birthday in a couple days we decided to go camping in a state park with a cave that we checked out earlier that day. We go to the tour and everything is great feels magical we leave and check out some other stuff in town and it's completely perfect. Literally the town was perfect and me and my boyfriend were joking that it's a Texas chainsaw massacre town. We just felt like no way was this town this perfect so after checking out town and grabbing a few other essentials we go to set up camp this is backcountry camping our site is about 0.75 miles into the woods with trails throughout everything is normal other than slight eerie feelings like we were being watched we assumed it was just being in a new campground by ourselves around the time the trails close and everybody except the campers have to leave we hear a scream it sounded like the way a child screams but in a deep voice but it sounded deep and guttural and not like anything either of us have heard and we both go camping often and have a pretty well knowledge on all animal sounds in our area, as well as googling more animal sounds after leaving safely. My boyfriend and I were both confused by the sounds and he joking hollers back then cue a few bird noises and an owl fly over our heads the a crow flies over coming from the direction the owl flew to. After another hour or so it's getting dark fast and me and my boyfriend are building up the fire trying to get it to stay longer than 5 minutes uninterrupted. Then once it is completely dark we start hearing branches break coming closer to us and we're beating on pots and pans trying to scare it off and we w already have a fire giving of some light but only in the areas that are cleared out. We could have only see about 10 feet in any direction but the branches keep slowly getting broken closer and closer to us but progressing very slowly, over the course of 15 to 20 minutes only got about 5 feet closer. It should be noted that not once did it move away and we kept throwing more lighter fluid onto the fire to scare it aware and the fire is roaring but it's only budging closer. Me and my boyfriend have a machete and a knife respectfully, and we grab the wallet and car keys out of the tent and book it that three quarters mile back to car. Once we left our site and got onto the trail we didn't hear any more of the loud noise we still heard more little animals scurrying but nothing compared to what was happening at the site. So any help on identifying WTF was out there would be greatly appreciated. It was the summer of 1966 around mid-August, I was 11 years old, and I had bugged my mom to camp out on the river with my cousin Jack, he was 12 and my twin brother Billy also 11. We had an old canvas that we had strung up with poles, stocked it with chips and drinks and few comic books with flashlights to keep us busy. Around 11 p.m. the other two had decided it was hot, clammy and uncomfortable in the tent and they decided to walk the 30 yards back to the house and catch a good night's sleep. Being stubborn and since I had been somewhat of a pain to do a camp out, I stayed, tried to sleep but had that creepy feeling that I was being watched. I woke up sometime around 1am to the sound of heavy thumping like footsteps around the tent and called out figuring it was the other two coming back. I grabbed a flashlight and a blanket and stood at the entrance to the makeshift tent. There was nothing there, but to my left, from an alley between my family house and the neighbors a figure emerged that was all black and it was looking at me with red eyes as it ran toward me. It was big, I could hear the steps as it ran, it was heavy and fast and then went silent. The figure veered off and I could see it outlined against the glow of a streetlight at the clubhouse beach. I could see the outline of a human-like figure that looked something like the Silver Surfer Marvel Comics character, but black, it passed between me and the light at about 50 feet leaping. It stretched out its arms to dive into the river, but there was no sound. I heard no splash. I believe it flew rather than dove into the water and I was frozen in fear. I ran to the house wrapped in the blanket, closed and locked the screen door and locked the inside house door from the porch. I kept asking myself did I actually see this or imagine it, but the fear was real. It still is. I know I saw it and heard those footsteps thumping I said that I saw something last night at breakfast the next day, but was made fun of and stopped talking about it. Until now. This was in Bricktown, New Jersey on the Medity Conk River. So I grew up in a small town in the blue mountains of New South Wales, Australia and one day I heard something that still gets me thinking. One day me and my friend were walking down a small road not necessarily near the bush when all of a sudden we heard what can only be described as an ear splitting roar from down by the bush. The roar ended with a horrible screech. I asked around but most people I've talked to just say it was my imagination but what I heard that day was definitely not my imagination. Growing up in the Blue Mountains you hear stories such as the Black Panther, the Bunyip and the Yowie, which has an origin in the mountains, to this day I still remember that horrible screech, and I need someone's opinion on this, so if anyone can help I'd truly appreciate it. My granddaughter went outside to find her cat and saw a crawler in our front yard. She described what she saw as an old bald man, no clothes, shiny skin and ran on all fours. She said he was standing in our front yard and when he saw her, he dropped to all fours and ran toward the barn. She's 11 and it scared her so badly she slept with me and my husband for a week and even though she has blinds on her bedroom windows, She got me to nail towels up around each window to make sure it couldn't see in her room. We live in a rural area or northeast Mississippi. Needless to say, we don't go outside at night anymore except in well-lit places, and we added more outside lights around the house. It's been about five to six months since this happened and we haven't seen it again. I had a really weird experience today. I live out in Vernal, Utah, not too far from Skinwalker Ranch. I took my friend who came to visit me from the city out to Red Fleet. It's a beautiful lake not too far from home. Well, the whole time we heard all the normal nature sounds. Then we started walking back stopped for a second. In the second, everything went completely silent. No wind, water, bugs, birds. I means completely silent. It was so weird for there to be all the nature noises then absolutely no sound in a split second. We both got very unnerved and it stayed silent till we were a mile out of that area. I can't figure it out I would say maybe a big cat. But the wind and water also stopping. It was strange gave us the goosebumps, and still feel like we are being watched. Are there any other experiences like this? or any idea what in the hell happened? So so weird. My grandma recently passed and I wanted to share a story she used to tell. Now some of the supernatural or paranormal stories weren't really that scary, more mythical, like the stories both she and my dad would tell of little people called minopeds or little people. The name might be a rough spelling as it was in Kiowa Tan Owen and I don't know the spelling of it, but that's how it sounded in English. There was one story she'd always tell when we drove the old road around Mount Scott and Lake Lawton near Medicine Park in Oklahoma. In the late 1960s, before my dad was born, she lived close to the tribe in Carnegie, but still lived closer to Medicine Park. Usually, She would go to carnegie during the week for groceries as she worked nights at her job during the weekend but on the odd occasion she'd go to medicine park to get whatever groceries we needed that weekend that she had either forgotten or didn't get enough of the reason she did is that there were no stores in carnegie that were open late in the night but there was one in medicine park she then told us that the mountain we drove around was sacred to the tribe and were promised that no road would be built there by the government in the 1900s. But, of course, they build roads there anyway so when driving you can get a good view of the mountain and the lake. Because of this, it is now haunted by a spirit that's aggressive, especially if you drive at night. Now a lot of people can agree that native creatures and supernatural stories were just made up, But this was the first real event that made her believe more than what she thought was real regarding native ghost stories. This particular night the clouds covered the moon and stars so it was darker than usual. It didn't bother her much as she can still see the road. But around halfway through the trip, her car stopped. It just turned off by itself. She thought it was weird but probably just something wrong with the car. She went to turn it on and nothing. So she tried a second time. Immediately after attempting to start it a second time, she said she heard something whoosh above the car. Then she tried to start it a third time and it worked. But in the span of about four seconds, she said she saw a large black figure in the middle of the road, not six feet away from the car. When she noticed it, she said it reacted to the lights shining as it quickly turned its head and showed its big glowing eyes. It then flew up into the air never to be seen again. She just called it the Owl but I and my brother prefer the name Owlman better, kind of a joke as we're obsessed with the silly cryptids. But the reason she claims this was a significant encounter was that owls in our tribe are taboo and are said to be bad omens. If you see one, it means someone close to you is going to die very soon. And about a year after when my dad was less than a year old, They found out my grandpa had cancer. It would be a little over a decade before he died from it but the owl and the bad news were not coincidental. Now, do I believe it? Yes, I do. My grandma was dead set on it being a true story and my dad believed it was too, probably because he also had stories of paranormal stuff happening to him. He said it himself, there are things out there you can't even imagine. Think of how many times things sounded fake until it was found or had happened. If I ever get with my dad again I'll ask him more about those kinds of things and maybe post them. But for now, what do you think of this encounter? I know it didn't happen to me but it happened to someone who was very close. Plus I never see native paranormal encounters other than Skinwalker or what have you. Carrie and her husband Greg moved into their Summit County, Ohio home in 2003. Greg is an executive chef and Carrie is a school nutrition specialist. They have three children and a ten-year-old granddaughter. They are avid outdoor enthusiasts and spend as much time as possible camping, scuba diving, and hiking with their two dogs Liberty and Ripley. Their experience with the canine cryptids began in 2010. Early on, Carrie and Greg's son witnessed a large, dark creature over six feet tall lurking in the tree line. The lone rooster began to squawk, and the creature let out a fierce growl, then all went silent. He heard what sounded like something jumping back over the fence, and the rooster squealed as if in pain. At that point, he grabbed a gun and flashlight and ran outside, searching the fence from the front porch with his light. He saw the rooster, but it appeared to have something dark over its middle. It slowly dawned on him that the something dark was the muzzle of a creature with two glaring eyes. Whatever it was, he said, it seemed to look through me. It turned my blood cold, and I was paralyzed with fear. I'm a hunter. I'm used to being in the wilderness and encountering bigger animals. Those animals don't scare me as this thing did. When I encountered this thing the first time, I got the feeling that it wanted to hurt me after researching something i've never believed in i'm convinced that this thing is a dog man loud howls and the sound of something walking on two legs in the gravel driveway plagued the family for years the family kept a detailed diary of their strange events carrie we moved into the house in 2003 it was a pretty quiet and normal neighborhood a rural community and it was around 2010 that we first started noticing calm some really strange things. The first thing I remember is that my son, who was living with us at the time he was going to college, mentioned that he was hearing something in the tree line around the property. He slept upstairs and a lot of times, since he was going to college, he would be up late and until the early morning studying. He kept saying that he felt like something was watching him. He felt like something was on the roof at night, although he couldn't see anything. He could hear something on the roof, so he started making those comments. Around the same time, I started noticing people put up posters everywhere, from the summer into that fall. You could not see a telephone pole that wasn't plastered with a notice of lost cats or lost dogs. That kind of got my attention. I started thinking that there was a predator in the area. We've got coyotes and have animals of our own, so I decided that I was going to keep an eye on them and see what was going on. Greg, we had a resident fox take out our chicken coop, so we had the usual critters. We'd have to trap them and release them and but nothing that we would think was out of the ordinary. Carrie, one morning that really sticks out to me. It was the first encounter. I didn't say anything at the time because I really wasn't sure what it was. I was getting ready for work, and it was about 5.15 in the morning and it was still dark out. I heard this weird sound and at first, it sounded like a goose. We don't raise geese. So, I went to the kitchen and opened the window and all of a sudden, the sound changed. Now it sounded like a dog, kind of like it was hurt. It was definitely the sound of a hurt animal. We had two fairly large dogs they were already outside. So, I went outside, and I started going up towards the back of our property where we have a nice tree line, and we have a lot of the wild bamboo that grows up there. I did have a flashlight on me and as I was going up the tree line I kind of looked back to see where the dogs were, and they weren't following me. I guess that should have been my first warning, but I got up to where the tree line was and was just about ready to walk into it when all of a sudden, I hear this growl, when i say growl it's like no growl i've ever heard before whatever it was it was very large it then lunged out of the brush and i could hear it coming towards me i didn't even i stopped for a second i was in a panic and knew that i had to get out of there i literally turned around and ran like 20 yards or so to our door the dogs were looking at something behind me as i was running I don't know how I made it to the house because I'm pretty sure whatever that thing was it was large enough it could've run me down because I'm not very fast. I literally sat down on the floor of our kitchen. I couldn't move. I was so scared. Whatever feeling I had was that it was something that was not natural. It wasn't a coyote, and it wasn't a wolf. It wasn't like a dog, and it wasn't a beet. It was something that basically my mind couldn't wrap itself around. I sat there for about two hours. I would not leave until it was light outside. I did stand up occasionally, kind of looking around just to kind of see if there was anything out there, but nothing came crashing through the window or the door. I grew up in a small community in Wisconsin that was northwest of the city of Milwaukee. The landscape was an area that consisted of dairy farms with scattered woodlots and marshes. Not what you would typically think of when you hear about Sasquatch habitat. We lived on the edge of my hometown and owned about 40 acres of land, half made up of hardwoods and some ponds. Back in the early 70s when I was seven years old in early summer my dad brought home a new four-person canvas tent so all the kids could camp out in the backyard. We're all excited and couldn't wait to use it. The first couple of times we slept in the tent were completely uneventful. Not satisfied with just sleeping in the backyard my older brother and sister asked my parents if we could move the tent into the clearing in the woods. The clearing was a small grassy open area of the woods directly behind my parents' house. My parents thought it would be okay because in this part of Wisconsin we really didn't have any predators to worry about. So we thought that on the first night in the woods nothing unusual would happen. We lay on our sleeping bags eating popcorn listening to my brother reading scary books to us. I couldn't keep my eyes open after a while and fell fast asleep. All of a sudden I heard a loud noise. I sat up on my sleeping bag and looked around the dark tent. The moonlight came through the tent a bit and I immediately noticed my brother and sister weren't in the tent. I felt all around for my flashlight but I couldn't find it. I immediately thought that my brother and sister ditched me by playing a mean joke on me. Just then I heard the sound of footsteps outside the tent and I thought that it might be my brother and sister coming back. Then I heard a loud sound followed by another sound from the other side of the tent. The noises were deep and guttural, sounding like very large animals almost, like a bear making a huffing sound. But this was like nothing that I'd ever heard before and I knew it wasn't my brother and sister. I moved to the front of the tent which faced deep into the woods to check to see if the zipper to the tent was closed, which it was. Then I heard more footsteps. It sounded like something was walking around the back of the tent and then I heard another sound. At this point, I was absolutely terrified. This is every child's worst nightmare becoming a reality. I was trembling with fear. I decided to run and make a break for the house. I unzipped the tent as quietly as I could. Once I got it open I bolted out as fast as I could run. As I turned around the left corner of the tent to head towards the house I ran smack into a wall of fur and face planted into what felt like a big hairy tree. I got knocked on my butt and was stunned by the impact. I then noticed that I had a horrible taste in my mouth, as I got a good mouthful of that hairy tree when I ran into it. I wiped my mouth with my hand and started spitting on the ground. It tasted like a sweaty dirty wet dog with body odor. It made me want to puke at this point i had completely forgotten why i was running in the first place i looked up to see what i ran into and there in front of me stood the largest man i'd ever seen i could clearly make out the outline of his body he was immense taller than a professional basketball player and twice as wide as a linebacker it looked like he was wearing a heavy fur coat my mind couldn't process what i was looking at It was so big that I must have face planted into his lower thigh. He just stood there completely motionless and stared down at me. My first thought was why is he wearing a fur coat when it's so warm outside. I then realized this man might be meaning to harm me. I felt terrified and remembered why I was running. I jumped my feet and started sprinting for the house. I screamed the whole way thinking this huge man was right behind me and was about to grab me. When I got to the back door of the house I ran through the door and locked it and then I ran to my parents' bedroom screaming. I tried to tell my parents about the big man but I could hardly get anything out because I was crying so hard. My parents had a look of panic on their faces and immediately asked where my brother and sister were. My parents found them sitting in the kitchen eating a snack and they didn't know what the commotion was about. They told my parents that they heard some noises and got scared. So they ditched me and left me in the tent because I was sleeping. They just figured I would be safe. My parents were furious with them. I started to calm down and told my parents everything that happened. They convinced me that I must have been dreaming and I just imagined everything. So being so young, I bought their explanation and put the whole scary incident out of my mind. However, my parents must have somewhat believed my story because the next day the tent came down and we were never allowed to camp by ourselves again. I had encountered 1980 of a possible Bigfoot with orbs while camping in, in woods in Ohio. I was dropped off with my gear out in rural northern Ohio. The area is predominantly farmland with small woods every few miles. There are tractor lanes in between the farmland which is used by the farmers to get to their land in the woods. I had gone to have some alone time and just enjoy the woods. So I walked about a half down the quarter mile lane when it felt like I was being watched. The land's very flat and I saw no one. I continued into the woods even though I felt uncomfortable. I'd never camped alone before and chalked it up to that. I set my tent up as it was getting dark and immediately went in due to the hateful mosquitoes. I brought little with me because I just wanted to spend time with God I began reading my Bible by flashlight. Again, I realized the feeling of being watched. It was really freaky. I prayed silently and then I heard the sound of huge branches or trees crashing nearby. What intensified the weirdness was that the continuous hum of the mosquitoes stopped. There was more crashing and then something started rubbing the side of my tent. I didn't smell or hear a sound from whatever it was, but now I'm definitely afraid. I start commanding whatever this thing is to leave me alone and to stop making me afraid in the name of Jesus. The air seemed to change. No more feeling afraid and no more crashing of trees. After a little while, I saw a light flash up in the trees through the tent opening. So I scooted up and looked out to see better. Looking into the treetops was an orb flying around. It looked more like a bouncing ball of light. I watched for a long time and then it disappeared. I couldn't wait until daylight when my ride would come to pick me up. I left with no more encounters. Then, about 13 years ago, my husband and I were traveling in our large RV. We had been in been in Kaleen texas and we were traveling northeast heading back to georgia i'm in the passenger seat i'm looking out the side window just taking in the landscape i see a figure up ahead in the field standing behind a very large fallen tree it's black and large i think to myself that doesn't look like anything i've ever seen before as we get closer i see that it looks like a huge dog standing with its paw hands resting on the tree watching the traffic go by When we get parallel with it it looks right in my eyes those were not a dog's eyes i start shouting for my husband to turn around well with our large size rig pulling a car it wasn't possible that being was acting human but looked like a dog i was grateful to find others who have had similar experiences my husband believes me and that definitely helped Let me preface this with saying that I absolutely am an animal person, and I love dogs, I have three, so me having this kind of reaction to a canine really surprised me. I would also like to say that we just recently saw a black coyote, which is rare and was very cool to see, despite the negative lore around seeing one, so I know that's not what this was. As a side note, my husband and I also saw a black bear recently while we were driving home at night it was just walking along the road, and it was completely unafraid, which was bizarre behavior, and concerning on a few levels, so I thought I'd just add that in, though I didn't get so much of a weird feeling from the bear. We also saw a doe moving strangely after we saw the bear, and it was very close to our house. Okay, so on to the incident that happened just this morning. My husband and I, again, were driving home but this time after dropping our son off at school. So we're at about the same place that we'd seen the bear actually, and we see something in the road a bit ahead of us, so we couldn't make it out at first. As we drew closer, it was apparent that this thing was a dog or at least we thought at first. I assumed it was a border collie, as it was mostly black maybe some white on the paws, though don't quote me on that with a white blaze on the chest. We live in a very rural area, so people let their dogs roam all the time. I don't agree with this, because, as I said, we saw a bear just walking around, but dogs around here regularly travel over pretty vast territories, so I didn't think much of it at first. Then I looked at the face, and it just felt so wrong. First, this thing was moving weird, and granted, that could've been because it was hurt, though it looked fine from what I saw. It also had something white around its neck, which I believe was a collar, though it could have been rope or something. I was a little distracted by its presence, so I only registered that there was indeed something around its neck. As its eyes locked with mine which they did for a good few seconds before we drove past enough that I couldn't see it anymore I saw how completely yellow they were. I don't remember even seeing pupils, just yellow, almost glowing yellow. The ears were also standing up straight, so not a border collie. The hairs on the back on neck stood up as we passed each other. I can't really describe just how wrong it felt. I asked my husband, what the hell is that? And he just said I don't know. I saw in the rearview mirror that it stopped in the road for a minute and was just staring before it turned into the tall grass on the side of the road and disappeared. I said that it was unsettling, and my husband,
1: Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365 day returns.
0: Said that it was too. Now, I usually am the person while watching a horror movie that will yell at the people for doing blatantly stupid things. And I say this because despite me being unsettled like I was, I had the strongest impulse to go back and look for it, which, obviously I didn't do, but just the fact that it was there at all and lasted as long as it did baffles me, and I can't get the thing out of my head. I do remember dreaming of yellow eyes, too, but that was months ago, and I'd completely forgotten about it till now. And no, this is far from my first strange experience. I was on a residential street just blocks away from home and what I saw were two huge wolf-like creatures in tandem darting across the road in front of me. I was startled and hit the brakes, but they had disappeared before I got a good look at them," she told investigator Tobias Wayland. Truthfully, this memory has stuck with me more than any other sighting of an animal crossing the road because it was so weird the way they appeared. It was like two dogs, side by side almost like how sled dogs are hooked up, but they were huge, bigger than a wolf, more like a bear, a solid white-slash-silver color, but their features weren't entirely there. It was closer to an outline and a shadow. It appeared almost like a projection that scanned right to left across the street in a flash. I don't remember their feet touching the ground. They didn't move normally. It was like a blip in reality, or they briefly appeared running in another dimension and bled through to the street in front of me. It didn't make sense, but it didn't really scare me, just startled that I almost hit them, but simultaneously not afraid that even if I did hit them, they were probably just an apparition. And since I believe in this stuff anyways, I just shrugged it off as that was weird and went home. There were no other cars present and the occurrence was maybe all of three to five seconds. No other lights on or remarkable weather. No forest nearby, or really any reason why two giant wolves would be roaming around. It was like a flashbulb type of projection. She went on to describe the creatures in more detail, saying they were like a bad child's drawing of a great wolf. Exaggerated, lumpy features and the size of a lion. It was like a blur or a smear like the kid drew an outline of it and then ran his hand over it, she said. But I remember my brain saying wolf. But then quickly realized it wasn't because it was so huge, like the size of a lion. Beth wasn't particularly frightened by her experience, only momentarily startled. It truly was just a weird huh. Moment and then I went home and went to bed, she said. A map of the area provided by Beth. The X is where I was living at the time, the star is roughly where I saw the image. I'm not recalling if it was before or after Takara Lane or thereabouts. Presidential Lane is not that long of a street and definitely not a rural area, so two giant wolves made no sense to me. They just didn't move normally. They moved slash blurred too fast across the street into the shadows, she said. Beth's encounter is reminiscent of a pair of strange creature encounters near Beloit, Wisconsin. The more recent of those took place outside of Rockton, Illinois, in 2019. In that instance, a man and his wife were driving home at around 11 p.m. On August 8, 2019, when they spotted something unrecognizable as any normal animal. My wife spotted eyes reflecting light and assumed it was a normal animal a possum or raccoon. I saw movement and said deer, as whatever it had longer front legs, like a tall dog, the man said. Then, as it crossed the road in front of us, we realized it was not a deer or any other easily recognized animal. I have grown up in rural areas and am well acquainted with various rural creatures. This was not a coyote or fox. It had a rounded head and a flat face no snout or muzzle. It had no obvious ears, or they were very tight against its head. Dark brown in color, almost muddy red in the car headlights. Long, slim tail that curled under as it loped across the road. It moved in a way that could only be compared to an ape or bear's style of movement, as if all fours was faster but not completely necessary. My wife and I thought it moved like a gibbon. It left a bizarre impression on us both, as we can't settle on a creature that we believe it could be. The chimeric creature described in that report is eerily similar to something reportedly seen by a wife and her husband near Beloit, Wisconsin in 2013. That sighting took place only 8 miles north of this one. According to the wife's testimony regarding the 2013 encounter, it moved like a cat, graceful with a long flicky tail. It didn't look like a cat though, except for the head. It was dark, but not black, brindled, dark browns with some black. The fur was short like a dog with some glossiness to it. Its head was massive and triangle-shaped, the eyes were large and green. The head looked so robust, like you could hit it with a bat and it would break the bat. It was flat like a cat's, no snout like a dog or bear. Its chest was also triangle-shaped and really muscular with legs that came down like a bulldog's. The back end was a smaller triangle with legs that came off like a German Shepherd. This thing was big and solid muscle. I think the top of its head would have came to my chin, so about four foot. The tail was about the same length as the body. This was what was confusing, it moved like a cat, but didn't look like one, the earlier witness explained. The whole time I had the feeling it knew we were watching and found the situation amusing. Also the longer you watched it the harder it became to see it. Like its edges were blurring. It got to about 30 feet from the road and lied down, in a C shape, just like a cat. It was staring at us and I was staring at it. But the longer I looked at it, it almost seemed to become pixelated. The more recent witness described a similar feeling of high strangeness during his encounter. There was definitely a sense of oddity, even now my head is trying to wriggle up a fit as to what it was. The whole incident lasted only a second or two, he said. As for Beth, she had not heard of the other sightings in southern Wisconsin but admitted they did seem similar to her own. The pixelation reference caught my attention, she said. Yes. It was similar to that, but not quite the same. My information is secondhand because it came from my father, who is deceased. I was in my teens when I first heard it, which was around 18 years ago. In 1984, our family lived in a house that was located on River Road along the Raystown branch of the Juniata River, near Huntingdon, Pennsylvania. One early evening during the summer 1984, he said that he was driving on river road towards Route 22. The river was on his right side and it was still light outside. He noticed movement along the near bank, thinking that there may have been a fisherman. He slowed the car to get a better look, when this creature stood up on two legs. It was not a fisherman, but what he called a walking wolf. The creature looked at my father for a second, then quickly walked into the river. He believes it either walked or swam to the far bank, but he saw it pull itself out of the water and run into the woods on two legs. He described it as at least six feet high with sparse brown and gray hair on the body, and legs and arms that looked like those of a well-developed human man. It had hands with claws, and large long feet. The head was that of a wolf, with a heavy mane of hair. It bared its teeth, which resemble those of a dog or wolf. He said it didn't look like the movie Wolfman, that it looked more like an actual wolf. He later found a photo from an old film that he said looked similar to the creature's head and face without the clothes. I still have it. So I scanned it for you to see a few other family members have heard the story. My uncle father's brother believes that it was true. He said that there have been several weird animals seen along the lake and downriver since the dam was constructed in 1973. I've only heard about Raystown Ray, the lake monster, which I believe is an exaggeration. But then again, who am I to question anyone's story? My father was a truthful person, and never told lies or make-believe. I know that you have gotten other walking wolf reports, and I read a few on your website. I looked at the map also. It seems that the creatures are real and that my father really did see it. If you could contact me, I'd like to talk about this. Thank you. My name is Ed and I have a possible unexplained experience I would like to share with you. The following events occurred in Carthouse Township, Clearfield County, Pennsylvania. It was in the fall of 2001, I would have been 9 years old at the time. We lived down the street from Benton's Market. I can't remember the street name, of course, because it has been so long, but we lived before a bend that led down to the headquarters of a company that had big rig trucks parked there. My father worked on the road for a construction job, so at the time it was just my mother and I, she worked at the permagrain product factory in town. This had to have been on a weekend or a school holiday break because we were both home at the time. I remember hearing bobcat screams in the woods behind our house all the time. The local wildlife was very diverse and is something I would no longer be used to as I live in Pittsburgh now. Anyway, there was a wooded area close by, if not everywhere. We had even witnessed two bears in our time there. But I'll never forget the night our dog Lucky went completely ballistic barking at something or someone outside on or near our front porch. I remember looking out the window while my mother was asleep and seeing what I at first thought was someone else's dog or a coyote. I'll never forget what I saw and I never would have contacted anyone about it until I recently read a few reports of a supposed dog man. I really don't know how to explain it. I didn't see its eyes but I did see an easily 6 or 7 foot in length canine. It was only visible for a few seconds but clear as day. This thing was something that stuck in my mind and still does to this day. My mom had woken up and gotten off the couch to look with me and also saw it. We both still swear to this day what we saw. Its fur was definitely a lot different and very mangy looking, compared to other wildlife in the area. We think it was attracted to the food we would leave out for the stray cats in the neighborhood. It actually bounded off after a few seconds, it wasn't upright at all and it stayed on all fours. But it was taller than an NBA player and moved in a different manner than anything I had ever seen. It had me visibly shaken and I remember being stunned. My mom called my dad and woke him up and talked to him about it for hours. Neither one of us wanted to go to bed after that. I remember it turned into the first time my mother and I stayed up and told stories until 3 a.m. I remember my mom explicitly telling my father that it was unlike anything she had ever seen. And her only friend in the town took her claims as skeptical at first. Until I was there to confirm what she saw. I don't know this experience always had me wondering way later into my adult years as to what this thing was and if there were more of them. I just found it interesting that there were other sightings like this in the Clearfield area and figured I would share this experience with you. Thank you so much and have a great day. This first encounter happened to me about 4 weeks ago. I am a 42 year old woman of sober mind and I am not prone to embellishing. I have a 5 pound chihuahua and an 80 pound pit bull that I walk around town every evening. This encounter happened at around 8 to 8.30 pm, just after dusk. The streetlights were on. There is a town park in Portage that lies on the edge of some woods. I would guess that the park is around 25 acres or so. I walked the dogs through the park and then decided I wanted to go around the block on the back side of the park. There is a main road that runs alongside of the front of the park and a dirt road that runs along the back side of the park. The roads meet at a streetlight. I was on the main road and got within about 25 yards of the streetlight and there was a huge figure, about 7 feet tall I estimate. It was standing just back from the light and I could see just the legs. They were hair covered and bent backwards like a dog. I could not make out a face or other details as it was standing back. Keep in mind I had my two dogs with me and the pit bull is extremely protective. The first thought I had was oh shit, that is a big damn dog and then it dawned on me what I was seeing. My next thought was it is a freaking werewolf. It was rocking side to side like it was waiting for us to get closer. That is when I yanked both leashes and ran towards home. If it were a dog, Note that this thing was about seven feet tall, it would have chased me and my dogs like a normal do would do. It just stood there pacing from one foot to the other side to side. It was standing on two feet, not on all fours. My dogs did not seem to sense anything and there was no reaction from them which I found very strange. Perhaps that thing was downwind and the dogs did not see it because this all happened so fast. I got home and told my fiancé what had happened and he did not make fun of me, he believed me. He encouraged me not to go that way again. Well, guess what? I went that way the next night because I had convinced myself I was seeing things. This time I took the dirt road that circles the back side of the park just to prove myself wrong. It was not quite dusk so it was still pretty light out and the woods are on either side and there are no houses in this particular area. I got to within 150 feet of where I saw this thing and my chihuahua started growling and all of his hair was standing up. He started barking and going in circles looking for whatever it was that he sensed. No reaction at all from the pit. She is feisty and not afraid to fight intruders so that really surprised me. About the same time the little dog was freaking out there was a huge crash in the woods next to us, maybe 10 yards away if so. This area is very swampy and there are quite a few large bushes and trees. This crash sounded like a tree falling, but like it fell instantly. It was loud, fast and instant. I ran out of there so damn fast. I did not see anything this time other than my dog freaking out and the large crash. I did not think I could move that fast smile I got home safe and vowed to never take that trail again. Please keep in mind that this trail is very heavily used by cars and people daily. That is what strikes me as so odd to see slash hear something like that there. Well the next morning I put the dogs out to pee and they both freaked out and started growling, hair standing up and running up and down our fence sniffing and digging at it. They get excited when they smell something that should not be there, i.e. another dog or such, but this is now how they were behaving. The acted very agitated and almost scared. It truly makes me wonder if something followed us home that night. Needless to say if I walk the park I stay away from the back side. The dogs get agitated when we are on the front side and they can smell in that general direction. They will growl and whine. I always carry a loaded handgun no matter where I go, but something tells me that it would not help if that thing wanted to meet. So that is my story, every word true. You can take it for what it's worth. I would be very curious to know if you have had other reports of things in my area. Of all the years I have lived here and been on the backwoods trails I have never felt fear or saw anything out of the ordinary. Now I am scared to walk in town. I would much rather be in the woods and I have actually started walking those trails instead. I would truly appreciate if you would let me know of other sightings in my area if you have had reports. I am about an hour's drive from Penfield and I am aware of things going on there as well. In August of 2015, the woman was standing inside her home looking out at a bright full or close to full moon when she saw a large canine-looking creature standing at the edge of a pond, approximately 25 yards distance, just staring at the pond. It was upright and had a short snout and short pointed ears. It had what appeared to be narrow flat feet. The only movement noticed was a tail swishing back and forth. She watched it for 10 minutes and it did not move as it continued to stare into the pond on the property which has apple orchards and is close to a state game lands 33 and 176. The creature was standing sideways to her so she only saw a side profile. Her husband also advised their one-year-old bulldog went out the next day and squirted all tires on their vehicles to mark his territory. He's never done that ever. She was sure the full moon was at the end of the month, but didn't remember the date. Note a moon phase check for August 2015 reveal full moon on August 29th and 30th August. She estimates the height of the creature to be eight feet. This occurred in 1977 in the Madeira community of Clearfield County, Pennsylvania. I was a young teen at the time. We lived in a house in the heavily forested hills above Madeira. There were very few residences in our neighborhood. The location was incredibly isolated. My grandfather would frequently go on patrols with the local officer who worked for the game commission. I bring this up because of his reaction when we had our encounter, which is the reason why I'm bringing this out. He was a large man and it took a lot to shake his confidence. When grandpa would walk outdoors at night, with nothing but a pitchfork to frighten away a bear, we would often just shake our heads at him. He was familiar with the local wildlife, understood what their routines were, could predict weather, and so on. On one particular evening, we were awakened by a loud ruckus that took place close to our front porch. We had outdoor cats who liked to hang out on the porch, and if a raccoon or other animal came near the front of the house, they would run away. The noise they made as they dispersed was rather loud, which is why we were awakened by it. I can still hear my grandpa giving one of his signature irritated sighs because he was forced to get up and check out what was going on outside we were all listening closely for the sound of the door being closed. Instead, we heard our grandpa let out a loud roar this sent every one of us scurrying for the stairs he was keeping his distance from the entrance while holding the rifle in his hand and the expression on his face might best be described as fearful as i've already said nothing seemed to frighten grandpa so the sight of that expression on his face caused all of us to stand there feeling unsure this monster which was outside on the porch was gazing straight back at us displayed absolutely no fear at all In fact, I recall having the thought that it was furious. But upon closer inspection, it merely seemed cruel. It was definitely not a dog, but rather a canine of some kind. It had the appearance of a hyena from the front shoulders all the way up to the head, but the rear end was much smaller than the front shoulders and the head. I don't think I ever noticed there was a tail there. The fur had an unusual appearance that was patchy and shaggy all throughout it simply didn't look like fur. It is difficult to describe. The nose was neither very long or very narrow, rather, it was short but somewhat large. The whole of the body was enormous. It was nearly as wide as our porch from the rear of its head to the front of its body. Taking this into account, it would be at least seven feet long. It stood there staring in at us, then turned and looked towards our barn, then back at us again. After that, it went a few steps very slowly, before turning and running away. It happened so quickly that all I could see was a smear of color, and then it was gone. We all stood there for a moment before our mother asked our father what was going on, at which point our father shouted for all of us to hurry up and go upstairs. He did not even bother to go outside to check on the animals, since he remained awake the whole night. Strangely enough, We never brought it up in conversation. After that, nobody ever mentioned it again. It was a really special place to live, and I was fortunate enough to spend the most of my life there. But I was relieved to leave the area when I became older, since many of the occurrences that took place there were puzzling to me and could not be explained. Sunday, this past weekend, September 1st, around 3.30 p.m. I was on the road from Bellwood, Pennsylvania in Antis township, Blair County, that goes up Skelp Mountain to Sinking Valley. It's right off exit 41 of Interstate 99. The road goes parallel to I-99 for a short piece. On the left there is a PennDOT location for winter supplies, then a park and ride just past that I was pulling off the road to pick some weeds for drying for my wife. Just as I was pulling off up ahead of me, about 50 yards or so, something walked across the road coming from a patch of woods that is between this road and I 99 northbound lane and crossed heading up into the woods to the mountain. I do not know what it was, but I know it was not a deer, was not a bear, was not a dog. It was on all fours dark colored and between a brown and black, it was overcast Sunday afternoon. It was on all fours, close to the height of a horse. Not a huge horse, but I was in a Toyota Tundra and the back was as high as my hood for sure. It was very lanky built, thinner and muscular. Long legs with a snout head of like a dog or wolf. It had very long back legs and I'd say a good three feet under the belly to the road as it walked on all fours. I only saw it for a 5 seconds time frame or so as it went across the road and up the bank into the thick woods. I drove up fast and jumped out, but it was too dark in the woods at that time to see anything. It was gone. I am 58 and I've hunted and fished in Pennsylvania all my life, or most of it. I've spent quite a time of my life around these woods and streams and I know I never saw anything like this before. It did not look my way just crossed and was gone. I know it was not a deer, or horse, or bear for sure. I have no way of knowing what it was, or is, but it fits some of the descriptions you have discussed. I am currently a resident of Altoona, Pennsylvania. I am writing this to report a strange encounter I experienced with a friend of mine in the early morning hours of Sunday, March 17, 2013. The incident is now over two years old. I chose not to report this event prior to now due to an unwillingness to expose myself or my family and friends to public scrutiny. In light of the recent spate of similar sightings in central Pennsylvania, I have changed my mind. Perhaps our experience will help with the current research. As such, I would like to make my intention clear that myself and any persons mentioned please retain anonymity at this time. Reporting a Bigfoot or even a UFO sighting is one thing, but this is somewhat different. On the evening in question, a friend and I were returning from a job that I had performed in Williamsburg, Pennsylvania. My friend was driving. To the best of my recollection, The incident occurred somewhere between 1.30 am. And 2 am. On the morning of March 17th, we were traveling southwest on Route 22 through what is locally known as, Geesey Town, a rural suburb of Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania. As we rounded a little curve in the road our attention was drawn to our left on the opposite side of the road standing slash squatting in a clearing a few feet off the side of the road was some kind of creature my friend wasn't driving very fast and slowed a bit as we approached our initial view of it was from its dorsal side as it was facing away from us it came into profile as we passed with its right side to us it struck me immediately that the creature had a combination of both human and canine features it was squatting down on its legs close to the ground but was doing so in a bipedal fashion. The legs had the stifled joint and hot characteristic of a canine, not like a human leg. It had its front limbs slash arms in front of it, and I believe it was possibly crouched over something, maybe a smaller animal. The arms were long in proportion to its body. I recall thinking the hands were more human-like as opposed to paws. Its torso seemed to be somewhat hunched forward. I had the impression that at any moment it could have gone to all fours quite comfortably. The creature's chest was not broad like a human's, but had a pronounced forward-angled breastbone like a canid. It gave an impression of great strength, having distinct and well-defined musculature, but was not built on a massive frame. It seemed more thin and sinewy. If it had stood fully erect, I would estimate that the creature would have been close to seven feet tall. It was covered in fur that was grayish silver in color. The creature seemed unnaturally shiny, although this could have been a reflection from the headlights or the moon. It had pointy erect canine ears that were somewhat laid back on its head. The head was large and very wolf-like in overall appearance. The muzzle was also very wolf-like slash canid although the snout wasn't exceptionally elongated. It had canine-like teeth. To the best of my recollection the eyes were an amberish color, but may have had a reddish glow slash reflection to them. It had a wolf-like tail. It turned its head to watch us and tracked us as we passed. It seemed quite aware of our presence. My friend and I continued in stunned silence for a few moments. When the creature was no longer in view, I turned and asked my friend what we had just seen. We just saw a werewolf or his exact words. I agreed that that was pretty much my own assessment. I asked if he would turn the car around, but he absolutely refused to do so. We spent the rest of the trip debating as to whether it could have been a dog or even someone's escaped pet wolf, but to be honest, it just wasn't. I'm sure of that. Both my friend and I are experienced outdoorsmen and neither one of us have ever seen anything fitting that description before. I was actually raised not far from the area and know it quite well. I have spoken to my friend about this and either one of us would be willing to take a polygraph concerning this incident. Please feel free to contact me about any questions you may have. Thank you. A resident of the Weichert. Pennsylvania area a friend were on a designated hiking trail in the Bald Eagle State Park when they heard something walking to their right in the woods as if following them. They looked on several occasions in that direction but saw nothing and continued to hear the noise as if something was walking parallel to them. Their first thought it was a deer but the substantial noise made them second guess it could be a bear. The one gentleman was armed with a 40 calories Glock Pistol so they continued and heard a sudden stopping of the noise. They stopped to look around and there was nothing visible to their right or left. They turned around and behind them at approximately 50 yards stood a large animal they first thought was a bear standing on its hind legs but quickly realized it was not a bear. Witness description, a large wolf-like head with short pointed ears, long muscular human-like hands, massive chest and very thin around the waist area muscular legs and from the knees down what looked like a dog's hind legs its coat was very short and dark brown could have been black but looked brown it made no movement toward them but just kept staring with what is described by witness as bright yellowish eyes They started back to the area where they left their car and looking behind constantly but it was not there but it was following again to their right and there was noise as before emitting from the woods. Upon arriving at their vehicle there it stood in the tree line watching them and stayed was still there as they left the area. The one witness who made the report works for the DCNR and marks out damaged old growth trees to be cut and trees blocking pathways hiking trails and fire lanes to be removed. He would like to remain anonymous because of his job but left a contact if I needed more information. His companion is really shaken up and would rather never discuss it. I know that Dogman is real. In 2001 I saw one while hunting in Pennsylvania. It was about 7 feet tall. Had a head like a dog with a long muzzle. It was very strange looking with grey and black hair with a 2 or 3 foot tail. It sounded like a demon from hell. I was 45 yards from it. I had it in my scope. It was one ugly puppy. It was standing looking towards me. It had yellow wild looking eyes. I had my 30.06 with me with a 4 plus 12 weaver scope on it. I believe it saw me. It took a step towards me then it took off to my left. I did take my safety off just in case. Moshannon, Pennsylvania in Center County.